There are things about ghost adventures we will never fully understand. We want answers. Welcome to Adventurous Ghosts, <laughs> the podcast that investigates every investigation of ghost adventures. Today, we are investigating the unprecedented investigation of <laughs> Devil Island. Also, don't forget, it's the iconic, even yeah, though it just started. Because <laughs> at the end, I'm like, how is this iconic when you yeah. just did it? You, what you just said, it makes more sense, like unprecedented, like groundbreaking whatever but not iconic yeah which is like douchey but not technically untrue because like okay we've never been to this location so i guess we're having an unprecedented or groundbreaking thing but iconic yeah it's that has to be decided by history <laughs> right you know, by by the viewership you know right. long term yeah um uh <laughs> i just jerked off and had an iconic load right yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> did your wife tell you Was, that yeah. <laughs> no i determined myself after years of doing this i'm an expert yeah if you go to the uh jewish deli over in la on the wall there is uh uh, uh <laughs> the rolling stones mick jagger there's paul simon and, and there's ringo star and then my load yeah. and ah uh, ah uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that's just the sound yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, i'm it's a uh, i slept like well but it's just like it's been that catch-up sleep from like you know yeah. stressful stressful chunk of time so <laughs> i'm like even more out of it it's also very cold it's the yeah. first time uh yeah sharp uh, cold because it's that it's that dry heat huh yeah uh, it is a dry cold it, yeah exactly like uh everyone everyone on my internship yesterday was um fucking sneezing like crazy mm -hmm. um because there's just you know we got the santa Ana winds there's particulates and shit you know in yeah. the air so and i don't usually get allergies but i've been like allergy stuffy same um, yeah. with like even it's it's i know when they say it turns color your snot it can mean you're sick but this is just like a deep yellow i think because it's been sitting in there yeah because I don't feel sick otherwise, but right, it's that little bit of uh, it's the little bit of mucus up in your sinuses, and then it just yeah. kind of tries to get that crap out, but it's not enough to run and run, and then yeah, last yeah, night, just I mean, this is Halloween, yeah, it, it, it's spooky, icky, but also ooky, yeah, <laughs> too, but, goopy, uh, goopy, uh, yeah, last night I was like, I get very OCD about my breathing, so mm. like, like it's weird, like I, I don't have like. A sense of claustrophobia with most things like oddly enough i only felt really claustrophobic in the pitch black tunnel at zach bagan's haunted museum uh that we've talked about before but right uh, i was like the first time in a very long time i felt like oh i'm trapped in here or something or mm -hmm. could be but i think if the lights were on i would have been totally fine it's just because it was truly like pitch dark right but, you just yeah it uh, will and just that heightened sense of like okay haunted yeah, shit like exactly. even at david omen house i don't know if i felt things as more i definitely impacted myself of Oh God, this is a thing, and we're at this. You know, what if it is all real and right. something it's does happen? And... What's all this cat piss is suffocating? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that is true because it does kind of make you like you don't breathe as deeply, and then your body thinks like, oh, right. there's a stressful situation going on. But, but yeah, last night, so I always, I always, uh, you know, blow my nose, clean my nose before getting into bed, mm -hmm. and uh, I just couldn't get. I was going through tons of tons of toilet paper as as tissue, uh, trying to get this. Uh, you know crap out of my Flingle. nostril and then finally just did like a 
a big blow, uh, even though Sarah was already asleep. Thankfully, didn't wake her up. She was <laughs> asleep. It was iconic. Hours, but yeah, iconic blow. And then it was like, I remember from like as a kid, like when my mom used to go in and clean my nose with her long nails. Yeah. Uh, New which fetish on nuts, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, it was just like this big blood like clot. That mm-hmm. it was just, and then all of a sudden it was like I could breathe, you yep, know, a yep. uh, hundred extra fucking PSI or something. Yeah. Like that. But I will uh, uh, add on to that because uh, my wife's gotten into the neti pot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got one myself. And same thing today. So yesterday I did, and then today, same, you know, feeling whatever. And some, like, a bloody chunk did mm. come out. Yep. Um, so if you've never used a neti pot for what you're describing, I would give it a whirl. Um, yeah, we used it up in uh, Mammoth, and then mm. I think we still have it floating around here. Yeah, because uh, that is definitely good at, like, clearing that that back gunk out, because it's obviously the it's salt like solution, which salt breaks water. down yeah. the mucus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all um, that. Yeah, you can get some gnarly <laughs> stuff. That did help. It helped Sarah sleep at least a little bit up there. It was two mammoth trips ago because she had COVID mm. um, and then was up there or was had just gotten over COVID or something. And so her her sinuses were already still impacted and then it just the altitude and everything made it so much worse. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's snot season here. But oh, yeah, um, snot berry farm. Yeah, <laughs> that ends tonight. Not scary for me. Yeah. It used to go through November, but I think they finally realized nobody wants to fucking celebrate Halloween after. Well, yeah, I, I so I think the times it still go, it like goes into November is like if Halloween was on Thursday or Friday, because I know they can milk. Oh, you're right. Weekends, yeah, yeah, you're totally or a few right. more days out of it. Which uh, I, I remember a few years back. I can't remember where, but someone's like, yeah, I'm having my Halloween party on like November 3rd or 2nd. I'm like, oh, that, that sounds familiar. so fucking dumb. No, yeah. like, like, well, well Halloween's on like Thursday. Thing. It's like, so yeah, I don't want to go to a party dressed up right after the fact. Yeah. It's always the weekend before. Yeah. You might've known the, who I don't remember who or what. I just, no, cause it sounds really familiar. Yeah. I remember we were both like, why would anyone want to go to it? Like something like that. But yeah, like, you might've just been telling me that it was one of your friends that said it. And I was just, you know, making comments as usual, but uh, it sounds very familiar. Um, or, and, and you know, I've seen that in the past too, when people would use like Facebook events and stuff. It's right. like, just do it the weekend before. Yeah. You know, it's like, weekend before or, or on the day of, and that's, yeah. it. you don't get any posts. For all holidays. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's basically like nobody celebrates a holiday after the day. But yeah. A lot of people, if there's like, you know, work schedule problems or whatever, then uh, to a thing that they're inviting a significant amount of people. Right. To, right? right it's not right. just their immediate family. It's like, oh, like if let's just celebrate Valentine's Day the next, I don't know, whatever. Right. But uh, for like real like family holidays. You know, right. It's always it's always leading up to it. You, you, know? you got that big build up, then the iconic explosion on the actual right. day <laughs> and it it's nothing be after yeah even with sarah's birthday like she's always fine about it especially because she's in you know her her late 30s so nothing super meaningful right now but she's like once i have my 40th birthday i want that to be like a special right. just for me birthday because she and i have are only three days apart in december yeah. so but i always ask her like because my mom will always bring it up like she literally brought it up already last weekend like hey like let's start talking about birthday plans and this and whatever and and uh but I always ask Sarah, I was like, hey, like, I'm always down to do my birthday more early right. um, than late. But I then and it, but I want to make sure she feels fine if right. we celebrate on the 21st, because that's the Friday that everyone can do or something right. like that, because hers is on the 19th. But 
So that's, you know, it's not that big of a deal because birthdays are kind of amorphous as we get older, too. Right, right, right. Anyway. Well, uh, yeah, my birthday was always around the first day of school and or Labor Day. So I oh. notoriously would always celebrate a mm. week or two after. So right, yeah, right. I definitely grew up with that mindset of not giving a shit. Right. <laughs> uh, speaking of the school thing, it was funny, too, because this particular, the environment, the environmental uh just you know milieu out in the in the backyard this morning like the the really cold breeze for some reason you can hear more road noise like car noise on cold winter times like this and especially or you know fall times like which i think is because the wind is all blowing from inland where there's more streets and car noise as opposed to (laughs) off the coast but uh i got just such a such a sense memory of early days at school and just like oh, social yeah. anxiety and the stress of like, Oh God, it's the beginning of summer's over. I'm still not over summer being over, like all that kind of stuff. So it's just a weird, yeah. you know? Yeah. These first Santa Ana's always bring back yes. classic fall kid yes. times. Cause yeah, they would school always in hit. general. Yeah. They would always hit either or like, well, school fucking start your school fucking started later when we were kids. Like we would go to school like September 15th or, you know, I don't know. It, it wouldn't be like August, right? For, right. Mo- for your average kind of public school, like we went to in in America, but um, or at least out here in you know the West Coast. West but, Coast. Uh, but um, but yeah. So it would either remind me of it would happen in this kind of six week period of like it's either early in school or it's Halloween. And I remember some some right. Halloweens would be fucking windy as fuck. Oh um, yeah, windy and well, and even with this, it's hot and then cold. Just mm-hmm. Katy Perry song. That's just uh, <laughs> but uh yeah there's times it's been 95 degrees on halloween or or thanksgiving 95 degrees and even a couple christmases 95 degrees because these goddamn winds just bring in heat from i don't know where yep (laughs) the yeah it's funny because like there's times where thanksgiving morning will be really freezing and then it's like oh i'll wear my sweater to thanksgiving which is rare for you know the west coast and then just baking hot but i'm like well and then when I was a kid, I was like, well, I can't take the sweater off because I just have a T-shirt. And my mom will make, you know, say I'm not dressed nice enough for right, Thanksgiving right. or something. But um, Which, yeah, with my dad and stepmom, there was always a pseudo dress up for Thanksgiving, like button up. But then after we stopped going there and did like Thanksgiving at my brother's wife's family, it was just sit on the couch and buffet. Right, right, right. Like it was, <laughs> that's how I was expected because I feel like. On TVs, it was either fancy, almost formal sit down or that where it's paper plates on the couch. And I always wanted paper plates on the couch because I'm like, formal sit down in a house is fucking stupid for things like that, where it's like so many people, I just want to relax. I mean, those dinners can be nice and like Christmas, if anything, I think are good ones. But other times it's like, we're all getting together. We're just sitting around. I love pregnant rib. Bless you. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I, I will give it to my mom. I'll, I'll give it to my mom. I'll yeah. give it to my mom. <laughs> While she gives my nose the, the old <laughs> fingering. French manicure, giant snot yeah. tail. And just watching the gooey green oh. red come out on that that <laughs> white opaque she, nail. She's getting the gooey cream out of somewhere else too. <laughs> um, Ooh, this is iconic. Yeah, it's where I felt like a like a girl, like a three holer. Right. <laughs> uh but she's she has always done a good job of like having nice dinners but cuz I mean this like cooking is basically the only way that my mom knows how to express love like cooking mm-hmm. and hosting 
you know, yeah. you know events for the family. And so, uh, so she never, she never, like, she'll make something really nice. Like the table will be nice, like whatever, but she never, she never does formal, like, all right for this court. It's like, she wants it to be a loud, talkative, drinking, you know, right, fun, right, fun environment, which is nice. So it's like, we kind of got the best of both worlds with that where, yeah. uh, and at this point it's like, I, I dress, I dress in more than like pajama shorts or something when we, well, go to yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not, and now Thanksgiving's at our house. So it's not, um, uh, which some people dress nicer for, um, hmm. but that also is Sarah's side of the family who hmm. almost never wear anything but collared shirts and slacks in general. Right, maybe a sweater, up, knit sweater yes. over the collared shirt. Right, um, yeah, because her dad gets extremely cold. I mean, it, he will literally be cold if it's seventy eight degrees outside. Right, frankly, right. but big uh, watch. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's weighing him down. It's what's sucking all his right. uh, his energy, life force, yeah. that thing around, but. Um, um but yeah it's uh it's it's halloween morning right now and that like some movies start right it's like the, the 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 activities during the day leading up to halloween night right yeah yeah and i always thought it was weird that in those shows or movies that like for for whatever reason and of course it was for the convenience of the movie it's like oh like <laughs> everyone decorates their house on halloween day it's like no they right. don't what you wouldn't enjoy that for a day and then, and then they're carving pumpkins halloween day and then they're going and getting their costumes halloween day <laughs> it's right like, right, no, right. It's like okay we get it you just want to have this all you know you want a tight timeline for the plot but right right show good. the things to set the moment but. exactly but uh yeah it's halloween morning and uh we're doubling up on on uh, ghost adventures adventurous ghosts this month on patreon uh and then we we did on probing gaia last night um george norris halloween spooktacular <laughs> um but uh wow uh, wild stuff right wow. uh oh zencaster just gave me a weird little pop-up that said hey connection lost and then immediately reconnected i get that every now and then yeah okay good i want to make yeah because I, yeah. I think it did that sometimes when we had that really annoying you know, lack of uploading of like a mm. few records ago for no good stuff. It gets niggly, but uh, nougats, no glory, mm. but mm. I don't know. But yeah, the whole point is that it's supposed to be backing up every second automatically anyway. So, right. Um, but yeah, we're doubling up on ghost adventures. Uh, and it was a good time saver. Steve had a good idea because he figured that Sarah and I had probably watched, um, you know, we tend to keep up with ghost adventures, although Sarah's getting to a point where, She's like, and we'll talk about this episode. Why she getting to a point where she's like, I just don't know if I like these guys anymore. Like there was, <laughs> there was like, because they're getting to be so douchey and up their own and, ass. Uh, yeah. It become everything becomes so performative, and it used to be just Zach, and you at least kind of believed that Aaron, Jay, and Billy, and then their little kind of uh, alt crew, crew. Their, their camera yeah. guys and stuff, um, that they were at least kind of like just along for the ride and letting Zach be the the drama in the show. Letting Zach do Zach things. That's another term or phrase I fucking hate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yep, just do it. Like, cause people are doing it for Simon Lazat. Simon just doing mm. Simon things. Yep. <laughs> like it's the laziest fucking way to describe something. Yeah. I hate it. It's, it's supposed to be like, like a very, um, it's supposed to be like a major compliment, like if, right. if it's something cool, right? If they're very talented or something, but yeah. it's like, 
But it's more of a composite go, gosh, I just continue to be amazed that he consistently does these crazy right. shots crazy. or yeah, whatever. Just say it's crazy shit. Because everyone just uses it all the time now for everything. I'm just doing this things like shut the fuck up. And it's again, it's all it's all just the performative lingo of social media at any given time. Right. You know, so uh I had one of my professors say, say more and then say less in a class yeah. the other day, and I was there like, oh god. Um, cause I really hear that like Gabrus does it on action boys, but he's doing it in kind of an ironic way when you mm-hmm. know, we're talking about, you know, fucking ins- just like us insanely disgusting deep riffs with seven layers or whatever. You know? Right. But, um, but, uh, yeah, use your own words, everyone. Stop, stop <laughs> talking like everyone else. Um, but yeah, so this is the, this is one of the newest episodes of ghost adventures. This is a, it's a two, you know, it's an hour and a half, but it's a two hour special. If it were still on, um, you know, discovery, whatever travel channel, uh, with commercials. So it's technically an hour and 24 minutes, which, which is crazy. Cause I mean, I remember the two hour specials used to be like an hour 36 on the older ghost. Yeah, I was gonna say, there's a lot of commercials then if it's Many cause it was an hour and a half to, so a half hour of commercials. Yeah. Yes. Once. Uh, but of course we're watching this on max, uh, because it is convenient to do so. There's no ads. Um, and they've even edited out the, the long running, um, please don't hit that Callie. She's got her cone on because she's licking her paws swollen because of the dry weather. And now she's about to hit my mic arm down. There we go. Um, but, uh, cause we have one of those soft cones, like it's like, it's a big donut around her head and Mm -hmm. it like it, it hinders her, but it doesn't fully inhibit her. Yeah. So the annoying, you know, the, whatever the, the the queen, whatever queen Elizabeth cone or whatever. They exactly. Call it, the way yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, these, these two hour specials, um, for like that, I want to say like the past, even like right before the pandemic, um, they were how they were, they were toying with these different formats. And then, cause I remember right before the pandemic as well is when Zach kind of ascended to the next level on like travel channel where and discovery where discovery, you know, cause discovery plus that's right. Discovery plus launched like in whatever, 2018, 2019. And they use Zach as like one of the kind of anchor, you know, keystone mm-hmm. uh, content stars, you know, yeah. Uh, stars. Yeah. And so, uh, so they started playing with these formats where instead of just doing normal, your normal hour long with commercials episodes of ghost adventures, which they still did. They would split up the season. They kind of went the South park route where they split up the seasons into like two or three smaller seasons in the year, as opposed to like a 12 episode run twice a year. And Mm so, uh, they started playing with like, I remember it was 2019 where it was all like, uh, it was like four, two hour specials that were all civil war themed, like Mm. civil war locations or something. And, uh, and like one of them was interesting and three were like very boring, <laughs> but, uh, it was like st- stuff like that. And then I want to say when during the pandemic, like since 2020 or so, they've been starting off the seasons like this, or maybe 2021 where it's mm-hmm. like the new season starts. Um, and I think they're on like a spring might even be three. I think they have like a spring, like a, like a shorter spring and then a little, like almost summer then summer's kind of nothing and then and then it starts up in fall again for halloween so right and like the seasons are anywhere from like six to ten episodes it's like kind of different every time but um but yeah these like they've gone out i think one of the first ones of these was they went out to this um 
church thing in the middle of uh, salt, the Great Salt Lake, you know, whatever. And it was like where these two two little kids had drowned, and now they were coming mm-hmm. back as um, uh, not kelpies; those are like the water horses, but some sort of little like a, a water babies. They came back as literally just called water babies, but um, not to be confused with "It's my water baby," which would <laughs> you? It was literally just a waterbed doll that would. You know, oh yeah, piss its pants. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Looks and snuggles and feels so real. Uh, my sister had one. And it was very weird because it never yeah. stopped moving. It like stressed me out. But, New fetish unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> and it was one of those dolls where like if the child decided to hit you with it, which would be heavy, but it hurt. It weighed like four or five pounds. It was like, yeah, no. um, probably not that much, but still. And those dolls weird. always smelled disgusting. It was always a revolting, like sweet, <laughs> trying to smell good, like just baby dolls always are just disgusting because the like the vinyl or rubber or whatever of the flesh is like getting constantly scuffed but then like embedded with fresh sweat and goo right round things and yeah always embedded with drool and (laughs) oh god (laughs) uh but uh but yeah so anyway devil devil island sorry it's not devil's island i probably mispronounced it but devil island is one of these two-hour premiere events that as we were talking about before the record, they annoyingly. So if you want to watch this on Max, you can't just go to like the main Ghost Adventures entry that has all 27 seasons. Uh, new episodes every Wednesday. They We, are, we actually have one to watch uh, of this newest season. But um, you have to look just if you look at Ghost Adventures, if you do that in the search, you will at least find these. But if like if you try to go through the main entry, you will not find any of this shit. So um they're these little st- they're basically treat them like a ghost adventures movie even though they're just a show so right because you would think maybe it would be like demon house or something like that but now zach is doing his little uh the haunted museum series which are uh he did it a couple of years ago and eli roth the big you know the horror director uh like helped produce it or whatever and now zach even directed one of the episodes for this new season um there was some scary stuff i didn't really love them though it was they weren't really like fun to watch they were just kind of like they were like a mix of like a a ghost or demon themed black mirror episode so kind of like depressing mm-hmm. um but also not fun there's no like fun horror way just again it, i mean it, it reflects zach's desire uh desires within the paranormal which is everything is uh, evil, evil and malefic. demons and it's angels and it's human spirits there's you know nothing else unless it's convenient and it's native american stuff you know right uh which can always be weird and you know mildly racist but uh instead of but uh uh but yeah so um devil island there's it's not actually called that it's called angel island right. But kind of like a little Greenland, Iceland. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. slip them up. <laughs> um, it's in San Francisco Bay. Uh, it has a pretty, pretty long history. It was even like a Civil War. Um, uh, like a, not. It was a, a way to stop the Confederates. It was like a yeah a military yeah. post to right, the exactly. blockade, and it's like what a mile from Alcatraz because then they're like people would wash up there. Exactly. Yes. On the yeah. island, if they try to escape Alcatraz, mm-hmm. yeah, if they were lucky enough to survive the swim, the current would tend to lead to the shores of this island, where at the time there wasn't much there. But right. Um. But uh. But yeah, I I didn't do like detail. This is the second time I've watched it. Um. And uh, I skipped. I skipped like you know, yeah, chunks of seconds when because as I'm I'm very interested to hear 
your thoughts as we go on, because I know you've seen, you know, this crew of ghost adventurers, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's what we should have just called this podcast. Was <laughs> <ghost> adventurers. <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, I know you've seen this crew, but it's been, it's been a long time since I right. probably since, you know, you lived with Matt or whatever, and we would watch the occasional episode if we were right. there. The, the hotel uh, crushes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, but but I think the last time you saw, I'm curious to see, like, what you might have perceived as different from back then, um, what your kind of overall vibe is. Because this Devil Island is exactly how all of the new seasons are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say probably since there was one season, I think it was like, three seasons ago where Zach had like long, longer hair. It was like pandemic Zach. And, oh, okay. Uh, and that was kind of like a crux point where that was where Zach was becoming the, I said it a bunch of times where the main, the main fucking thrust of every episode was, Oh, Zach got moody and disappeared and right. left the investigation. <laughs> and then we have to go look for him as if he got possessed. Like that was the whole thing. But, um, but yeah, what were your, what were your overall thoughts on, the, uh, some of the newest ghost adventures content. Yeah. So it's definitely tech heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, and the SLS or whatever the fuck it's called, it's definitely upgraded with like that almost heat vision. Yeah. It's like a thermal <clears throat> combo. Uh, yeah. And then a lot of emphasis, as you have said on orbs and light anomalies, mm-hmm. cause for a long time that was like super debunked. And then like, you know, sounds like those are coming back as maybe okay so then yeah a lot of shadow figures a lot of a lot of light anomalies and then yeah just kind of overall everyone playing it up um yep. as you mentioned as well because I, i'm you know i'm bad with name but bill tolley and and what's his Jay, face Jay with, yeah um but i mean but when bill and um who's the fucking goofy camera guy oh uh jeff no, not Jeff. Oh, but Aaron, main, Aaron. Sorry, Aaron. Yeah, like they're well when all three of them are together, and he's like, "You're yeah. being mean and negative." And see, that's what I like. You know, I'm like, okay, everyone's now feeling stuff, and then the fucking drunk biker starts yes. like, "I'm surprised." I will be surprised if no one uses that clip of him going get off me as like you know your local <laughs> biker at a shitty bar, yeah. like starting a fight with himself because yeah. like, get off me, bro. Like because there is that meme where the guy's like punching, yeah. Someone filmed some drunk guy like punching a mirror, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the same thing. He's like get off me, man. Get off, fuck you, fuck you. And they're like, don't kick up the dirt, man. You gotta go outside. You gotta go out. Take it outside. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Um. So yeah, it's just stuff like that where everyone's playing up and then Jay Wosley when they do the like, you know, session where they're going to start fucking each other yeah. in Alistair Crowley's like little bedroom. Yes. Um, that was unique. I, I will say I have never acted out or not. I have never seen that on Ghost Adventures because he c- cast the ritual. So do they do that? Is that like a thing now where they're like, yeah, so like doing so that Jay- stuff? Jay is an interesting character. Like he's kind of like, so he's the quietest one for sure, but he's also the most like, I mean, compared to the others, like he, he at least probably we reads Wikipedia about occult things. And he has like, he's become the, the esoteric and ritual man, like the magician of the crew. And Mm. so, but to the extent where he's interesting, like beyond that because 
there are whole chunks of seasons, whole runs of episodes, four or five episodes long in the past, like four years or so that he will literally just be at nerve center and they will barely mention him. He will be, um, literally non-existent. And then you'll see him in the background, just running a camera Mm -hmm. and, and Aaron kind of used to do this kind of stuff, but they would always have him front and center. Um, but they all have their stories about how certain investigations would cause them all of this trauma for months, something attached to them. They felt they would have haunting poltergeist activity back at their homes. After the investigation, they would fuck them up. Uh, Aaron claims that he, um, lost a long-term relationship oh, right, right. because of that. And then Jay, everyone can see this and thankfully it's easy to remember if you watch it's I think it's a 2018 season Ghost Adventures and it is the Goatman's Bridge episode. Um and it just think of just say Ghost Adventures Goatman, right? And if it's like if it's in 20 because it might be two of those Goatman ones, but it's the Goatman's Bridge. And it's another episode where Jay is there. I mean, he's been there for a while at that point. He does a ritual to both conjure and close and like uh entrap, you know, like uh seal. Mm-hmm a portal. Um, and his wife was occasionally working on the show at the time. So he's married. He's like, you know, skinny kind of goth, like punker looking girl, um, which is kind of his style too. And she gets really fucked up to the point where I, I like those, those late 20 teens, mid to late 20 teens are the best ghost adventures. It's when they have the full crew of Jay and Billy, um, Aaron and Zach, you know, the intro has changed and there's just some really great, like that's when Sarah and I fell in love with it. And so maybe that's rose colored, rose tinted glasses or whatever, but still looking back, there was like, there was still some humor. There was of course, Zach being brood. It it was still post demon house. Zach. So there was still the mix of brooding Zach, but Mm -hmm. it was just him and the other guys that's why like the other three guys, you would believe that shit was happening. Cause they, Zach was the host and he was doing his thing. And yes, even though I'm sure producers and Zach have told them like, we got to, you know, build the drama up and stuff and tell a story. But, um, and like Greg and Nate, Greg and Dana Newkirk have said, they're like, your favorite big budget ghost shows are all directed. They're all planned out. And so, um, again, I don't know what extent, you know, or whatever, but, uh, they they basically have quotas to fill for drama, right? Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. Time and things, um, yeah. and and we'll and we'll talk about that with this episode too. Which all uh, reality shows, ex- yes, do. it's still a reality show at the end of the day, and uh, and so and the ones that try not to be in fight with the producers about that, they are the ones that all got canceled from <laughs> Discovery and Travel Channel. So, um, but uh, and they just weren't doing as well because people aren't watching those as much because they're not as dramatic and people want drama, even though they say they want like a paranormal documentary with only real stuff. So uh, but yeah, Jay's wife gets really fucked up and affected um, on that episode. And the the episode literally ends with sadly, Jay and his wife divorced a few months later after this. Ep- and, you know, there could have been a billion other things leading up to that. Like, we don't know. But um but it's it, it, just another example of how the show has affected Jay in these like big dramatic ways. And because he seems the most open to the kind of like esoteric magical part of the paranormal and, mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, he's willing to learn about and do occult rituals and things like that. Uh, and, 
and and it's very confusing as well because they'll be talking about like in this episode they do the this like this mind fuck where you're like they're sitting there talking about um the whore of babylon you know uh, uh babylon who is a goddess in thelema which is alistair crowley's kind of uh religion that he says is based off of his information downloads from ascended masters and uh it is not devil worship like they show in this episode <laughs> uh right. and uh and in fact a lot of his stuff was based off of the book of revelations and he kind of expounded upon that or at least those were the kind of things that these masters download like used as metaphor and symbology for because he was you know grew up as a religious kid and the book of revelations had this huge impact on him and all this stuff and so um anyway they're talking about how you know how uh, babylon is the thelemic goddess and um uh because they find this little ritual chamber that jay says hey this this heptagram this seven pointed star and these symbols this is like a kabbalistic um um which you can kind of you can kind of swap like enochian like book of enoch like enochian magic with kabbalistic stuff it's all the same kind of realm of mysticism but because it's a lot of old ancient hebrew uh characters and things like that mm-hmm. so because even like the phrase like abra kadabra, that's like old Kabbalistic Hebrew kind of stuff. You know, it's like a, it's a take, you know, on that. But, um, but, uh, anyway, so, but he's like, but it's flipped. So it's like they were summoning Babylon or something instead of sealing her away. But then they have or a ritual to summon her again. And it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like, it's like we have Jay doing an incantation to summon Babylon. It's like, but I think you guys are acting like because because they're sitting there going like how fucking scary is that? And she rides this thing called the beast, and the beast becomes this theme. The beast has also been the theme of like four other ghost adventures episodes, <laughs> and and they're playing well, male all- female, which is like also not yes like yes that crazy I guess right well opinion. and and yeah so like uh so doing you know fucking a few minutes of research onto to Babylon, it's like it's like Babylon represents. Basically, and this is this is another reason why Christians will call follow, followers of Crowley like Thelemists or whatever, like devil worshippers. Um, and it's it's because one of the many reasons because like a, a figure like Babylon represents Mother Earth and fe- infertility, and basically the liberated woman is like her archetype. And right. and we all know that like what we saw with Wilcock. Like, yeah, exa- yeah, Where exactly. Yeah, <laughs> wife did wife at ex-wife did the the woman lost or the divine feminine the divine feminine. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 the Christians do not like that. Um, and because their book says that you know women is so a part of man and, and all this bullshit. So, um, anyway, so she rides this beast, um, and has a grail like a holy grail as her um kind of uh symbol and it's full of love and death and so she's she's a goddess of love she whatever and and crowley basically thought that uh, and she's also known as like the scarlet woman like the scarlet woman as a ghost figure which is seen a decent amount like the red woman the red lady that kind of stuff um she, he he's all he's always like i feel like a few of my wives or women in my life have been incantations of the scarlet woman or whatever too right so um Crowley had a, you know, like everyone had a very, you know, interesting mix of co-created things, right? We don't know where the chicken and the egg, you know, the chicken is, you know, him. And then the egg that is hatching in his, in his head is these ideas. Like what is him? What isn't, does it really matter? I don't right. know. Where's but, this lamb character? 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lamb Chop with uh, Shirley, yeah. whatever her name was. But um, uh, but then, and then the Beast is this thing she rides. It has no, no other connotation other than that, other than other than showing that like she tames the beast like that's kind of what her symbology is and so and like, raw she, holds dog. It, she holds its reins because yeah her husband is chaos but chaos is is also known as the bringer of life like which again like the kind of tr- like like gods and things have to 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 push they have to fuck with things so that humanity learns something is challenged and can learn something right because if there is no challenges if there are no challenges nobody evolves and stuff. So anyway, back to ghost adventures, they're using, they, they of course are talking about this stuff as in, this is satanic shit. These are demons. This is a witch, you know, stuff like that. It's well, yeah, Crowley, like you said, you know, classically Satanists or evil. Right. In uh, branded as Satanist as devil right, worshipers, right. because their, their religion simply because it wasn't one of the big three, which is not under understood. And so, um, and cause he was open to talking about, you know, uh, uh, esoteric things or saying, Oh, maybe this thing in revelations is actually a good thing or an agent of change, not destruction. And like, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, I mean, Crowley fucking conjured the, the Loch Ness monster technically. And, you know, basically like, like every episode of ghost adventures, they, they go into a house, shake things up and then leave, even though they like to say, we need to help these spirits move on, which they say in this episode too, multiple times. But, um, that you know Crowley fucking did his ritual but then had to leave. He was doing the ritual for months and then had to leave and they say that's why the Loch Ness monster uh is there but also kind of only ever like half form like incorporeal. But um anyway, um the main beats of this episode are they go to the island Jake or uh, Jake. Oh god, Zach is wearing um a funny hat in the first uh Yeah, cuz it's like a movie. nice like bucket hat yes, or like a, a boonie hat. bucket hat <laughs> right because i'm like it's almost leather but then it's not but i'm like no that is a boonie bucket hat but yeah it's almost yeah, like weird. that softened leather but like fake right. mixed with fake vinyl kind of stuff because i'm like wait maybe it's a cowboy hat and then he was wearing that on top of his other hat when driving the car because he he immediately calls out the three three signs that it's going to be a, a cursed trip right yes exactly it's like yeah. <laughs> something got broke into something else happened oh what's his face lost the close family member and then they almost get in the accident and the captain didn't know my name and called me. well yeah that was a second <laughs> chris <laughs> <laughs> which that like that is the well I'll, I'll get i'll stay in the kind of beats here so like yeah, yeah. yeah the the beats are as with most new ghost adventures episode it's it's the car view or it's the rv tour bus view right. the uh, of the, the travel there Yes, it's the, it's the travel channel requirement of the job, right? So uh, it has to show them traveling. They talk about the area a little bit, whatever. And but now in these newer episodes, it's Zach just just endlessly talking about how dark and evil this is going to be the darkest, you know, uh, adventure they've ever had. Uh, there's there's a curse happening, blah blah blah. And, but I mean, we've seen that even back all the way back in season two or three, where you know a storm's happening. Oh man, this storm was here for us. Cause it knows we were here to investigate right. this location and stuff. So, uh, it's that kind of DNA is still there. Um, and, uh, yeah, Billy, Billy is just driving through a green light and somebody almost turns left and T bones. And, but of course, Zach blames Billy. It's not his fault at all. Uh, and he's like, uh, he's like, all right, I gotta get off the phone 
make sure I'm still breathing before I have a heart attack or something. And uh, and then on social media, people were all giving, oh, hey, how about Billy's driving, huh, Zach? And he would like mm. reply to all of those. But um, so they 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 do the typical um, lie, which is, oh, we just got a call that we we that this person found out we were in town and needed to speak with us about this. Like you set this up months ago. There is a Japanese American lady whose parents were Japanese immigrants. And she and her parents had a rough time, obviously, in the uh, World War II internment camp, you know, uh, kind of era, era of our yeah. country. And uh, and it was you know, big in San Francisco. They wouldn't let immigrants onto the mainland, like all this stuff. So bad conditions, uh, nightmare conditions, for especially for like Chinese, Japanese immigrants. So uh, and there was a lot of anti-alien laws even before that in California. Um where you know a lot of a lot of Asian immigrants were coming over for the railroad boom as the railroads finally reached you know this side of the country, um, they could they could come over here on a boat and then get the kind of coastal railroad building or you know the western states railroad building. But then there were laws that you know typical just like now like oh we shouldn't let these people have land unless they're citizens you know stuff like that. So um, anyway. Her interview is not really an interview. I, I truly believe that it was cut to because it. I don't like she rarely answers Zach when they're in the same shot. Like when you can see her, mm. it seems like she just like said some things. Right. They cut him in. Didn't feel comfortable probably with a lot of the questions or didn't understand the mm. show or whatever. And even at the end, he's like, was it like a living nightmare there for your parents? And she it's just like cuts to her pauses and then she nods as if she's just hearing something and kind of like like if it's as if it's in the middle of a conversation she's just kind of not actively listening or something but well then it was weird when she stood up at the end and then faced you know uh the light bulb above her and started trying to bite it and lick yeah, exactly. it exactly yeah that was kind of <laughs> See, i told you she knows the show <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah she's you know she she gives it some flavor but she it's kind of a pointless you know thing i think it's it, a i'm gonna cover my bases and pay my respects because exactly. i'm classically <laughs> disrespecting things yes. i'm still gonna <laughs> refer to the dark times as immigration right yeah <laughs> <laughs> on the island it's like full of dark times of war and you know immigration yeah. <laughs> Just, and i will be showing a a lady of asian descent as the main evil ghost on this island in the recreate in the reenactment sections over and over right. and over again the um, trickster i i guess they're not like re-enhancements in a lot of these like there is a reenactment which is uh well sorry i was gonna say they're not reenact i was gonna say we should call them re-enhancements uh which is like the the horror movieification of a reenactment like the, right right right, the right typical ghost adventure stuff that has permeated now all other ghost shows even the shows that hate ghost adventures like openly but um but uh there is a reenactment when we come to the uh the uh, the nazi officer who or is he a nazi officer or is he american yeah not i think it's a, no. a german officer yeah who um who murders a young girl oh who, i thought it was someone who was like from the war because i didn't know oh no you're right yeah sorry but he, he has a. they were name. in war yeah yeah, yeah 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 sorry he has a german name but it was during the war but yeah so um so, um, anyway, another fake, a fake plan thing, um, is their transportation to the Island. And, um, they, Zach says, we have a private ferry, which is just a small boat, uh, that they take across. I don't know why they just don't take the ferry that exists because they do that at the end. And, uh, 
Because when we first watch it, Sarah's like, oh, no way he's fucking getting on a public ferry with all those germs everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. touching the rail stuff. Um, but uh, they do like dumb bits while they're floating you know, on the water. I can't, I can't remember. Well, the also the dumb there. bit of we got to go. The boat's leaving That's, right yes, now. Sarah, we yeah, got to yeah, go. Yeah. We got to go. It's like, you guys, no, you, gotta go. you, you gotta then go. casually meet the captain. He knows you're the head of command. Like you have enough yeah. time to make stupid jokes and do bits with him. Right. I'm uh, like, he's not leaving without you. Yes. If it's a private charter because yes they don't care like you they yeah. anyways and then he's in all like tactical gear and stuff and yes, i was like jesus yeah. christ this is with that this is definitely that. worse than the fucking um affliction shit he was wearing is like the over tactical oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he was just a bro then and now he is a now he is a soldier again right, i was gonna say it's almost stolen valor level 100 yes, percent <laughs> I'm wearing combat boots and pants and jackets and gloves and this and that. And it's like, what do you need all that for now? He always has tactical pants and sometimes many times camo tactical pants. Mm. But, um, but yeah, so they go across on the ferry. They, they interview some people. We have like a fucking sad Matt style dude who worked on the Island and, you know, he had a, you know, I was doing a fucking, we built a little gym down there. So I was doing a heavy bag workout, you know, I was getting my sweat off. <laughs> and then he heard a scream and got really scared and whatever. There's a, a park ranger lady who confirms that there are lady in white, um, sightings quite a bit at this other building. And, um, and the lady in white, it was a you know, Japanese immigrant who was told she wouldn't be able to, uh, be a citizen get or get her wedding license. And the wedding was now going to be off and she never get it, be allowed in the country. So she hung herself hanged herself uh with a sheet in there and people and this is the this is the fucking you know the juan the grudge the ring ringu ghost japanese ghost stereotype uh they just keep showing her her eyes turn all black and she screams and um right uh just using horror movie tropes and so that's one of the big ones it's basically her some shadow figures and you know, uh, you know, well, Colonel Himmler or whatever, Henrich Himmler. No, but it's yeah. Colonel, whatever his name is. And, um, and Annie, the girl he killed the name. Yeah. yeah. So like supposedly there was some, you know, there was some rich families, you know, they were on the Island party. or something. There's a party. Soldiers were there. Um, and this guy had fallen in love with this 15 year old girl. He was like 44 or something. And, he it, like his like crush on her had been driving him crazy. And, um, and of course the story of the episode is that, Oh, there's the dark, the dark entity on the Island, the witch or whatever is what drove him to well the man and woman, the chaos, yes, right? Yes. Chaos, the beast, like whatever drove him to walk over, um, to his room in the house, get his gun, walk up next to her and blow her brains out right next to all the other people. And then killed himself right there too. So right. uh, again, as if people can't just be extremely mentally ill and have, right. he's you know, not like he had war trauma that right. he's not uh, processing well. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> not like he would have a very common major reason for right. having major PTSD and a mental break. But um, that really becomes like the most boring and core part of the episode, which is basically that Billy. Billy also falls in love with Annie's ghost and well, yeah, cause he, and <laughs> he calls out and they're like, that was his first trick yeah, <laughs> or first whatever to being seduced. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then it turns out it maybe isn't her. And yeah. Uh, and 
So, so that, you know, the interviews are kind of whatever they're kind of done. He talks to like a doctor who's kind of a creepy old guy, um, who, uh, talks about, I think he's talking about Annie and stuff too, because they tried to save her life and they couldn't and whatever. He's seen the lady in white, uh, multiple times. There's poltergeist activity in this, in this house. There's like, they talk, they keep talking about like, there's over a hundred houses on devil Island and we can blow an angel Island and we can, but they only go in like three places or something. <laughs> they go into like the army barracks, like a hospital and then a something house or whatever. Right. It's not, it's I, the geography of this episode is not good despite it being a, um, it's, it's an episode that's too long, has too much kind of like information, like like coming out like the interviews like 40 you know section is like 40 minutes so you just start being like can you just get to the fucking lockdown please and just you know get to stuff but um it uh there's it's it's there yeah there's annie there's this general there's the way the lady in white there's a shadow figure and then this concept of um the scarlet woman of you know of babylon of the beast there's a whole section in the book of revelations about the whore of babylon which we talked about on the David Wilcock live stream episode just a couple weeks ago. Um, Cause he talks about that the whore of Babylon is actually the statue of Liberty having been manipulated to release the virus and the vaccine and like, and all this fucking crazy shit. So the, you know, the archangels opening up their seven vials and, and destroying the world to recreate it and blah, blah, blah. So um, anyway, uh, the they do a lot of pre-investigation stuff which is a newer thing there's a lot of like um during the interview process they'll do little daytime things and a lot of times they get more interesting stuff in the daytime before the lockdown which is kind Mm, of interesting but um and and then they have something to call they kind of have like a tie to the interviews because i'm sure they got that feedback where they're like when you guys just talk to people for 20 minutes it's really boring like how can you get more ghost hunting into the fucking show and um they uh they have some you know billy and aaron uh go into a place alone and and uh billy does a um a fucking what do you call it the little dictionary um thing it's it's the call and response the question and response paranormal puck or something mm-hmm. um but i know paranormal puck oh right, puts right. Out the font of energy but it's the i can't remember the fucking name of course but yeah. um it's the little iPad, little mini or the little mini thing now that you put in a question and it gives you a response. It's oh, yeah, it's the new Ovilus device. It's like the it's the more the Neo Ovilus device as opposed to the old proto one that was like made out of sunglasses and stuff. But um, the the questions like there's only one response. It's kind of interesting where they, they say something like, are you trapped here? And then it says remove master or something. So I'm like, right, oh, right. of course, there's a dark entity keeping Annie's, you know, spirit here and blah, blah, blah. Billy like falls in love with her and feels very protective over her and has to help her. And th- that's kind of the, the, which might be new to you is like that kind of drama was reserved purely for Zach in the past. And mm-hmm. the past few seasons, he has been getting all four guys into the drama and they all have to kind of act. There is literally always, especially the last, this last season, like the, um, the season from earlier, like this summer, spring, and then the, the the latest few episodes, always, always, always are there not even just one, usually multiple times where we were getting unreasonably agitated at each other and with and it right. was filled with anger and almost got into a fight. And it's just constant, which is which is quote unquote evidence that can just be acted out. It can't be disproven that they were feeling that way. 
Um, but Billy and the team are not as good of actors as Zach. And that's part of why that's part of why Sarah and I felt safe going. I think this part actually might be real evidence because it's not Zach. It's just Billy alone in this place capturing this, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, uh, it's kind of a shame that now it's just, you know, they got to up the fucking drama. It's like, they got to make up for all the other ghost shows that got taken off the air because of ghost adventures. <laughs> but, uh, right. um, but yeah, there, there's a whole, there's a whole fucking, there's like a nine minute segment where Aaron, Billy, and then Jeff, AKA bacon, who is now there. Uh, we talked about it on last night's probing Gaia, but he's now their equipment engineer. Right. Um, as opposed to like an actual expert, like Bill Chapel, like someone with a degree in fucking laser physics and shit. Um, who he, he it's, it's a total lie. He was just a cameraman before. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put it past him that maybe he like helps plan the experimental ideas, but there is no way in hell that he's actually designing and manufacturing these fucking devices, which have computer motherboards in them, which have cameras, which have like iPad screens, which have, all sorts of environmental sensors in them. I'm like, there's no fucking way, you know, what right. you're doing. So I would believe it if it was like, you know, uh, like they have done sometimes they're like, we've hooked our, um, thermal camera our uh, SLS camera and our boom mic, um, all into one output monitor. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. You can just kind of plug shit in, so that uh, that the filters can layer on top of each other and you can see everything on kind of one set of screens or something like great that's fine i don't that's not really a new device that's just frankensteining stuff together but right this is not that he 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 claims and they claim that he has invented brand new devices this past season and i'm like this is such bullshit and i'm guessing it's because like i said on the show last night that people probably don't want to work much with zach anymore right <laughs> um, I can also imagine that he's probably treated them like shit. I don't know. But, uh, but Bill Chapel is in maybe forever in the intro to ghost adventures, but, uh, he has a little, you know, I can't tell you what's happening or whatever, but little, little, um, hobbit esque looking man, but, um, looks like it'd be, he'd be part of the Glumus verse, our old right, uh, right. teacher from, yeah. uh, junior college. <laughs> but, um, but, um, but yeah, so, uh, it's a, just a lot of buildup in this pre lockdown zone of, Billy and Aaron and Billy, especially feeling that Annie is trying to communicate with them and whatever. Now the lockdown is about 50 minutes long. So I was saying that it was pretty lazy. Like last night on the, on probing Gaia that like, um, they kind of just double the interview and double the, the lockdown. So I'll give them some credit. There's like, you know, 15% more lockdown. Yeah. Cause they hit pause when they like starting is like an hour, something left mm-hmm. of the episode, which obviously they, they like have, lockdown breaks during this because it's like three lockdowns or something over like a two or three night period yeah yeah Yeah. and uh yeah those those little roundup interviews happen a lot in the new seasons too (laughs) and it's and it literally is just a little a little group therapy session that allows zach to build up the tension and drama more Mm -hmm. um and and you know create a new plan and whatever for the next night and refine it and stuff but um, but yeah, so, and, and I will be fair, like this episode does have a decent amount of like a decent amount of decent evidence and maybe one or two that are pretty good. Um, but, uh, it's not like, it's not like a, anything heightened over any other episode, but I, it's heightened in the sense that compared to other recent episodes and recent seasons, there is at least consistent evidence happening. There's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, of mist and like night and, uh, light anomalies. 
there's a lot of EVP and some of it's pretty clear. Like at the very end, like the last like 10 minutes when they get the like, I love you. Like it's like a very tonal, creepy. Well, and that's not even EVP, right? That's like spirit box. No, that's just in. Oh yeah. It was disembodied. Yeah. Right. right. It's crazy because like this episode from a a evidence standpoint, definitely ramps because it's like Mm -hmm. some spirit box, some orbs, and then it's shadows. And then, yeah, the negative energy, whatever the fuck you want to call that. But then, yeah, it's like fully audible voices. Yes. Yeah. And then depending how you want to take, again, I think there's, (laughs) there's definitely animals living in these facilities. For sure. So all the noises, I wouldn't give too much, but the stick falling, sure. Um, cause then that has the thing shoot out and all that stuff. So it definitely gets crazy at the end. And it like, I feel like it does a good ramp of like, now again, (laughs) the fact that that coincides with how the episode's going, that it builds is that coincidence, luck, or just the fact that they've been there trying to draw this energy out. So it builds. Exactly. I don't yeah. know, but it does build in the episode as it progresses of. Yes. Cause this, those voices, I, I mean, if you heard that, it would be like, holy shit. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah. The last, like, like you were saying, the last 10 or 15 minutes is really good, solid evidence. And, and yeah, disembodied stuff that isn't just on some device filter. Right. And yeah. so, um, cause there's like a creepy laugh that's captured on an X camera at one point, uh, which skeeved me out that I love you. And the female voice at the end is just, yeah, really. But, but like you were kind of saying like, yeah, like as these, these people in this crew are putting this energy and this intention into this place of, we want to hear and interact with this female spirit of Annie. Right. Um, and then again, it becomes like, it's, you know, this, this egregorial, intelligence is like okay let's give it to them in a weird way right or or it's right. you know it's reading their intentions it's hearing them i don't know but and well, there's always go ahead go ahead oh no i was gonna say and whether that's the what's happening or not this place is then unique because they do this all the time right exactly they don't always get that right like yeah. we can't just walk down the street or in our own house and say we want to see all this or walk into a, a hotel room. Right, right, right. It doesn't always happen. So the fact that it's even happening here, maybe it's just throw it out there as there is some sort of special energy or whatever. Because yeah. I feel like they don't get that evidence all the time. Right. Whether yeah. It's Dis- yeah, disembodied is, tonal you know, voices I mean. are some of the best evidence. And especially when, again, you it also could be faked pretty easily too, but um it's it's tough because it's there's there's that strange non-humanness to the human sounding voices where it's where which is why i'm always like this is something mimicking the concept of a phrase or a word right like because if annie if it was a real disembodied spirit of annie a girl who got fucking murdered um wouldn't she have a voice that and if she was trapped in that sadness and whatever wouldn't she be like help me please like you know i'm trapped like stuff like that you know what i mean would it wouldn't just be like i love you you know like and i think that is where they say they're like oh this might not be her it could be the Mm -hmm. the babylon girl because they're like oh they seduce the males because one is like zach's great zach's handsome yeah yeah. awesome or something yeah and then the disembodied voices are like i love you do you love me so it's like oh is it actually this spirit trying to seduce us to then possess the chaos magic or whatever which um which yeah nothing you said is incorrect it's that i'm point i'm going to point out that zach and the crew will completely 
uh, flip flop where they will they will hear this exact same stuff. And if they haven't heard any history of a place of dark entities, they will just believe that the same exact kind of phenomena means, oh, this is an actual little girl. Right. 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 And so and, and not point out that like, oh, this doesn't sound like a little whatever. That's that's just the frustrating part of the show is their own inconsistency and desire to right. have it fit the narrative they want. Right. Right. That's so, where it's the ancient aliens effect of, exactly. OK, if it's this, then it has to be this. It can't be that. Yes, they're they are part of the uh, the religion of uh, American paranormalism, <laughs> like where it's like it's their religion is, OK, this is Christian. This is Abrahamic based. We are allowed to throw Native American mythological concepts in here as long as it's, you know, it, it's it's weird or evil, you know, kind of thing. Right. Um, or it's a weird saving or grace scary. at the end of, yeah. of at the end, you know, whatever. But uh, um, as opposed to just being like what what you know going in with an open mind and what could all this be right and so uh but yeah it's it's funny to see um and it's sad to see billy kind of struggling to act in this because zach has definitely made billy uh a bigger even bigger than aaron i would say like aaron still has the most presence because he's a goofball Mm -hmm. um but of the three right but but billy he has made the other like kind of serious investigator um because billy can talk billy tends to not seem like he's acting or lying which again is why it's kind of sad to see in this just this past season 27 they've really he's really tried to up billy as like the second lead investigator or something um because he he he's pretty brave um but he's also talkative and emotive enough that he can be compelling on camera whereas aaron aaron is funny but even when he's trying to be serious aaron seems funnier because he's so bad with his words he's bad with improving things and he's just bad with articulation in general and so he's had billy pick up a lot of that slack in the last in the in, in the chunk of years and then jay who was like full 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 fledged member and he still is he's still you know one of the four guys in the intro past few seasons i think probably of jay's own accord he's probably said like okay this investigation is this kind of uh entity or whatever reported there i'm gonna can i just do nerve center and not go inside because i'm really affected i don't know right it could be a similar right. reason too um but uh very strange that jay is just sometimes wordlessly in the background um or not mentioned or shown till like 30 minutes into a you know the classic like 42 minute episode very strange but um but yeah billy billy does an okay job at this kind of stuff but it's it's just like just i don't know it's it's annoying to me because billy is uh he was the one where i'm like i think that even though of course he's agreed to be on this show and knows what it's all about and likes these guys i think that um i think that I don't know. He's he's kind of like this is stupid to say, but he's like selling himself out more than he right, was right, before, right. you know. So, um, but also he probably you know we have to remember he was just the fucking the mohawked you know, uh, yeah, you know audio tech from before. Yeah. So he's stoked to be a fucking wealthy man now. I'm sure, but um, but yeah, this whole narrative with him and this girl and Aaron's playing a dude. It's like no, she like wants you. She's cold, it's cold around you. You feel the. There's a part where Aaron has a heart attack or as he says, he's going to have a heart attack and then he runs as fast as he, I'm going to have a heart attack and he drops his shit and bolts. And I was laughing because it seemed kind of real. Um, Cause again, the, the direction from Zach or the producers might be all of you need to up the drama in some way, but it doesn't mean you have to tell each other what you're doing to up that drama. 
because then none of you will know what is faked and what is real from each other kind of thing. That would be my, like what I would think the strategy would be. Um, but, uh, they have this, this little, like, you know, Aaron comes back and goes, they're all heated because of the, the negative energy in this experiment room. And, uh, Zach's like, where did you, where did Aaron go? And, and Billy's like, I don't know. He ran out there. He's just saying he had a heart attack. <laughs> and then, and then he comes back, Aaron comes back. He's like, <laughs> like, why did you think running away would be good when yeah. you were having a heart attack? He's like, oh no, it just made me run. Just what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it gets tiring the amount of like Ghost Adventures has become just a I'm feeling something show. Right. And and I get it. Like they're like, oh, it's the best tool for a, a paranormal investigator is their body. And I'm like, that's fine, but you guys painted yourself to be the scientific crew that's capturing audio visual evidence right, you know, as right, much right. as possible. So, um, and also this episode would have been good enough as a single episode. If it was just a normal one hour episode and had the amount of evidence it had, I, I would have w- walked away going, wow, that was a really good episode and like really ramped up like multiple uh, light anomalies that seem to have some sort of intelligent connection to the events or sounds that was ha- being captured. Uh, obviously the poltergeist, you know, activate the wood and the light anomaly flying out of that. Um, all very misty light anomalies, except that one that looked like an orb, but the rest look very misty and plasma E, uh, floating around, um, kind of some darting shadow figures. The SLS stuff was probably the weakest there. It was okay, but it was all very kind of quick and then disappeared. Right. Right. Cause there was like almost a rat looking figure, then the body crawling up the wall and then the body on the ground, but yes, nothing too wild. Yeah, nothing that that stuck around very long, and and to right. the point where sometimes when things flash in and out that quickly, that's where I'm like, Ugh, that's just Feels the camera more... scrambling to yeah. create a shape out of some you know random shape on right. the wall or something. But, um, but still, audio evidence was was solid up to very good at the end. Um, and uh, yeah, some of those the, there was lots of crashing sounds when when nobody was around. Again, crashing sounds uh, in a in an empty room very easy to have one of the crew members just go down and you have a static X camera and literally you can just tell this crew member, Hey, any shelf in there, just push a few things off, you know, and mm-hmm. it can happen off camera. That's fine. I don't, I don't know if they're doing that, but, uh, but again, we have to remember that part of the reason the intro of the show changed from the old season to the new seasons is not because Nick only because Nick Groff left. So they needed to shoot a new intro with the new guys, but it was also because, they changed the rules of their own concept or the premise, which was originally in the early seasons with no big camera crews and only our equipment techs, Aaron, right. you know, Goodwood and um, Nick Groff. Um, that was the whole point of ghost adventures was that, Hey, you're going to be able to see all of us all the time so that, you know, we're not faking stuff because that was the controversy, the controversy with um, ghost hunters or whatever the, uh, the earlier, you know, the 2004 kind of beginning beginning of all this kind of prime time ghost hunting shows so yeah uh was they they were found out to have been using fishing lines and like things like that so but now you know for the past 15 years they've just been had a camera they've they've had more people on some and it's some of sometimes it's still just the four of them but other times they have sound guys they have you know uh three or four more camera people you know again jeff bacon was was just a camera guy before so um now, an unsung hero of the show, I can't remember her name, so I feel like an asshole, but very small, very brave uh, woman who is one of their camera folks, and um, she kind of came to, to prominence 
during the um, last year's Ghost Adventures house calls uh, season, which there's going to mm. be another season soon. And basically that's where Zach's like, I don't want to go into German infested COVID houses, mm-hmm. um, even though lockdown is over. So, you know, I'm just going to save myself for the big buildings and big investigations, but he would still host the show from his home, from his museum. And just, and that that's where we talked about this before, where he, now his new thing was like, I'm actually communicating on the same electromagnetic channels that the ghosts do. So it's better right. that I'm not there. And, you know, talk, I'm talking through the same equipment that they're communicating. It's all this bullshit. So, but she, she and Aaron kind of became like the brave duo on that show. Cause it was still Aaron, Jay and Billy going to these house calls. Right. But, um, she actually got a lot of evidence, uh, and things interacting with her, but, uh, they show her sometimes on the main shows like this, but not, not so often, but, um, but yeah, so they, yeah, there's the, there's a lot of, you know, the early, early lockdown, it's cold spots. It's, um, some ovulus stuff. Um, it's Jay wandering off and finding this, what looks like a ritual room, which they decide to re- he gives them some history on Thelema, which is, you know, Crowley's religion and, uh, Babylon and the beast and chaos and all this stuff. Um, but again, if you just take two seconds to read, you know, some Wikipedia stuff about Babylon, you'll find out that they are not satanic things. They are, it's not chaos in the classic sense. It just means change. And it's actually what causes life to flourish and stuff like that. So, um, don't just take the little, you know, superimposed newspaper screenshot where it's like devil worshipers found on angel Island or something like that. And it was a crew of, uh, Crowley's folks, but, um, and that it moves on to that experiment where it's, it's, you know, one of Jeff's creations that they're trying to like basically blanket the entire room in a massive field of EMF. Right. So, right. and this is where this is the boringest part of the episode. Cause it's literally like nine minutes. It goes on where it's like Aaron, Billy and Jeff are getting agitated out of nowhere from each other. And it just shows them fighting. It's like, they're having trouble beginning the experiment. They've been trying to set it up for two hours. And like that, right. it's like, it's just them acting, getting frustrated and whatever. Well, it's like, yeah, why didn't you set it up when it was light? And exactly. then you just like, well, I'm, I'm flipping the switch and it's not working. And yeah. Can't turn it off. I'm getting a headache. Everyone's getting a headache. I'm getting a headache. I, I don't know why. Like to me, it is so much cooler when when the Ghost Adventures crew or any crew has a plan for the investigation. Like we are we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. And yeah, sometimes they change, oh, this is activity's happening here, let's change his plan. But like, I don't know why Zach thinks that people think it's so cool when he they just lie and say, Oh, Jeff came up with this experiment last night at the hotel, and so we're gonna right. do it today. It's like and they never pay off. Like they're always kind of pointless. And yet they, they leave them like they leave them on camera for so fucking long, but it's a two hour episode. I guess they felt like they could. Um, this is one of the times where I wish there was less lockdown actually, but, right. um, cause it's just too much kind of boredom in between. But, um, but yeah, like the, they never really interact with the lady in white. They hear, they hear some screams and they think that might be her, but they also think it might be Annie. Right. And so, uh, they're also assuming the lady in white is could be the witch or you know Babylon or whatever. Yeah. Um, and there is one. So Jay does the ritual to like summon Babylon and show us your power. Which I'm like, okay, you guys were talking about how much scarier even the idea of that being possible is scarier. But they're like, oh, let's just bring her. Let's bring her here. You know, and does the ritual. Um, and this is where we get the very like one of one of two things I haven't really seen before in Ghost Adventures. So Babylon is, like I said, 
is, you know, like fertility is love. She's associated with the earth, like kind of the, the fertility aspect of mother earth. Um, and she's a liberated woman. Right. And so, um, and she can like kind of tame the beast in people and, and men and Zach and Jay, I don't know if they were acting. I don't really believe they were. Um, but they get like this sense of elation and happiness and joy. And they're, they literally are acting as if it's a fucking like nineties or late or early 2000s stoner movie. And they're just baked out of their mind. They're like, Hey man, they're like, they're like laughing and, and uh, just cracking up and feeling good and like touching each other's shoulders and stuff or like <laughs> on ecstasy or something. Kind right. Of, like, right. That sort of vibe. But I've never seen that before. I've never seen a moment of elation. Now, it's this could be Zach trying to subvert expectations because he knows that people know everything's dark on the show. So they've been trying to add some humor back into the series in the recent seasons uh, and not have everything just be so doom and gloom all the time. So I don't know. This could be actor or whatever. But um, but I also believe if you have like a, a ritual like this and, and if Jay was really intending to to make this happen, then weird feedback in the energy of the room can happen too. So that's fine. But at least it's something I've never seen before. And then, um, something that I theorize and put together was there's a moment that they, it's not a throwaway moment, but it's much earlier in the investigation. So do you remember when Jay is at the bottom of the stairs and he goes to meet with Zach, who's in another location, he's upstairs and he goes to meet with Zach and Zach is all zoned out like halfway up the stairs and he's like, Jay, Jay. And Jay's like, yeah, I'm right here. I'm right here. And I go, whatever. And he's like, and he's like, what are you? He's like, Jay, don't do that. I've been calling you like forever for like a half right. hour and you haven't said it. Why didn't you say anything? He's like, I totally have been saying stuff. I've been right here. Yeah. And Zach says, he's like, I started panicking because I felt like I lost. Like he, he thought he was only upstairs for like a couple minutes. Right. Time slippage or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then later on, they don't call it out. Um, they don't call out at all, but uh, Jay is looking for Zach way, like the next day or something in the in the um, uh, and you just watched it fully. So correct me if I'm wrong, but like Jay is like looking for Zach the next day and um, basically the interaction that Zach has with Jay when he's on the stairs that I just described like the day before that ha- kind of happens in reverse. Um, the next day. So it's almost as if Zach was having a precognition of something that would happen. Like so he time slipped and experienced something because that's when he was calling for Jay. Cause doesn't Jay get all fucked up from the ritual? He's by himself or something. And then he's calling for Jay and Jay doesn't answer or something like that. So like, uh, maybe that's where, yeah. The, Cause he comes down the stairs, but I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember what happened to Jay, to be honest. Cause then I thought that's when they were doing the, um, the like, let's bring them over energy three yes. guys yeah, yeah. at each other. So yeah, I don't remember because then the night's kind of over and then they cut. So I don't remember if they like finished Jay leaving the, the ritual room. Well, yeah, it's, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like this happens like day one or two of the thing. And then the final day is when the kind of book end of it happens. Cause I was like, holy shit. Like Zach is saying the same thing. He's like, I've been, I've been calling to Jay for like a half hour and he's not answering me. Right. And, and that's exactly what he said on the stairs two days before when Jay actually was there in front of him. And so again, having that times up, it's, it, I was like, Zach is dumb, but he might be affected or maybe he did have an actual 
precognitive experience that he didn't realize. Because they don't, it's not like narrator Zach goes, this is a tied back to whatever. I was just kind of making that leap. And Sarah and I went, we went back and forth and watched. She's like, holy shit, I think you're right. And they don't, and she's like, she was surprised they don't call that out, you know, because they're usually very good at watching the edit and tying, you know, it makes for better evidence, right? Like tying earlier stuff that they might've missed to later evidence that's been confirmed with some device or some, you know, mm-hmm. through a EVP or something. So, um, but yeah, that was, that was like, ended up being the most interesting aspect of the episode for me. Um, the, the wood at the end, um, it is cool. And I do. And it's like, I, I think it's real. Um, but he says over and over, it's like, this wood was thrown down. And it's like, right. What he what they didn't do, and they usually do when they have big poltergeist cases, whether it's a door or uh, evidence, is a door. Oh, reset or, it up. Yes, they go reset it up. They test it. They they pick up the board and go, wow, look how heavy this board is. Look at these. Um, uh, they do do at least do one like, oh, here's an earlier shot where you can see the board there or something. Right. But, um, but my my gut was telling me that that board has not like been there for years and years. It's like was recently put there. That doesn't change the fact that it could have been, you know, poltergeist activity. But um, still, well, then something if, flies off of it. Right. So it does coincide with a, a very plasma like light anomaly, like zooming off of it really quick. Right. And so um, so that was cool. But yeah, to me, the disembodied voices are always like the scariest evidence to me. Like they're some of the, they're because they're the best evidence, right? It's like, Oh, somehow this energy is coming through so strong that it's on our kind of perception level, right? We don't need electronics to perceive it, filter it. It's, it's coming. I mean, you can, you know, the brain is a filter, but you can say that it's coming through directly unfiltered. Right. And, and the, and those disembodied voices are 100% never staticky. They're always tonal. They're always, you know, um, humanoid sounding, right? With like right. vocal cords and stuff. And so, yeah, the I love you, do you love me? Like all that stuff, that was very creepy at the end. Um, and um, and again, speaks to, like you were saying, and even like Jeff Bellinger was saying last night or like uh, on Probing Guy or like Greg and Dana Newkirk always say, they're like places that have um, a haunted history always seem more haunted because they have so many people coming to the location, coming at the location. Um, <laughs> so there's lots of you know fresh creative seed right, on the ground. Right. But, Iconic uh, moments. Right. <laughs> they're at the location. They're telling stories about the location. Um, and it creates this very egregorial Tulpa esque, you know, thought form, american gods style um co-created um um energy in the space right and so um because i'm at the point where i truly do not feel that um human ghosts are very common i'm not saying they don't exist but i'm saying they're 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 probably the least common like thing an actual human ghost right because i think that human consciousnesses they don't need to to manifest as an apparition to talk to you right like like when you when you think of like you know and i mean this is you know this is sad but it's like when you think of your dad saying something your dad specifically steve not just the general right right? there's a feeling a, a whole set of little micro feelings that you probably get and 
in your body, not really in your head, in your body, you go, oh, that feels like my dad talking. You know what I mean? It's like this, right. you get this kind of sense of your, of your, sorry, that dog was choking, of your loved one. So I really don't think that they need to be like, hey, I'm right here. Like literally like that stupid bitch last night on right. um, the uh, <laughs> George Norrie thing, the medium lady from Chicago. Right. But um, uh, yeah, she's like, yeah, she was just yelling. Like we were at her funeral. She's like, no, I'm up here. And she's like, right. The boy had never buried his mother's body. Right. Right, right. Like that's that you're so <laughs> full of shit. That's a total fucking lie. The police. Well, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it just, I don't know. To, to me, it's um it's an interesting like there's it just it doesn't seem to make much sense that human spirits would uh would want to stick around in a place that was you know terrifying for them whatever like like again unless unless the vibe is they don't know that they're dead or they're because of trauma they're trapped there just like people are trapped in trauma in their living life right too like right. they keep making the same mistakes they they go back to abusers whatever i don't know but uh i don't know it's just a it almost never the tone of voice of evps and again you could argue they're just using the medium to make phonetic sounds and whatever if it's a radio like the spirit box it's gonna maybe sound like a radio broadcaster who they're really not ever meant to sound overly emotional or real or you know they're always kind of announcing and stuff like that but um but uh which i love i love the the like the, the the paradox of that of like it makes it creepier where it's like like i love you do you love me it's like very matter of fact right, the way it's right. saying things and, and uh which to me makes it seem inhuman right but, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mimicking that's the human. ai effect the, uh, right yeah. and almost never at least on ghost adventures and it's why i always say other crews get better evidence there's lots of class A EVPs that actually sound like people for the most part, like normal people, but ghost adventures almost never gets them. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, but and that goes, but so then my whole take on it is ghost adventures is creating a more non-human paranormal experience by their own intentions, right? And expectations. Whereas other paranormal investigators are like, Hey, any, any person that's here that wants to talk, just let us know, you know? And then like, even on that early ghost adventures episode where the, they had like some, you know, guy was filming a movie in this, in the haunted location. And it's a scene with like a little boy and a doctor talking on it and the kid, the, the kids on a hospital bed. And then, they, and you just hear that. Hello. In the background. <laughs> it's like that kind of shit never fucking gets captured on ghost adventures. You know? Right. Like to me, that could be like, Oh shit. That's my uncle Morty who fucking, you know, comes in here and goes, Hey, I got to go time travel with this old guy or something. You know, I, don't know, I picked Morty, but like, just like an old, old New York Jewish guy. Hello. But, um, uh, apparently everyone hates the new Rick and Morty cast because <laughs> it's oh, all really and stuff. Yeah. That's been like, at least that's been the headlines I've been seeing, but, Oops. um, but, but yeah, so, um, so that's why, like we've been talking about the disembodied voices, um, to me are the truly the strongest piece of evidence. It's like the strongest connection must have been made so that something incorporeal who doesn't have a mouth or vocal cords is saying something that sounds like it's like right next to you, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, and again, I think I've talked about this on the show, but like 
I feel like it's another, it's like the next level of what I have heard. I think we've talked about it where like the difference between a voice that you hear in a dream, which usually is not real voices, but when you're in those hypnagogic or hypnopompic states, so either maybe sometimes in deep, you know, like EMDR session or therapy or, or meditation, sure. But it happens the most when I am falling asleep or waking up, but I'm not quite into either of those destinations yet, right? And that's the, you know, waking up is hypnopompic, wake, or going to sleep is hypnagogic when you're half asleep, half awake. And I will, there's a difference where I will hear a voice and it's usually saying my name or it's saying like, whoa, watch out or something like that. Usually it's saying my name. And it's a very different experience. I feel like I'm hearing it in my ear, not in my mind's ear, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I don't know if you've ever had that where it literally, and you can, I can like feel the vibration on my ear, like on my ear. Right, right. Right? And so, yeah. um, but there is still a dreamlike quality to it, even though I'm just, I'm aware that I'm just seeing the blackness behind my eyelids, but I'm not awake. You know what I mean? I'm not awake. Yeah, yeah, that's yet. it. Yeah. And so. In between reality. I'm I'm guessing that the hearing these voices of is a very similar thing, but I don't think that the voice I hear could be captured on a camera, whereas on this show or and even on other ghost shows, they will capture it on just on all of their equipment will hear the same thing. Right, right. Um, so that would be cool. I would love someday to hear I mean I would and I wouldn't because it'd be scary. <laughs> I would I would love to hear that someday in real life and experience what that is really like. Um right. for sure. But um but yeah, I um uh, I don't know. Is there anything else? Did I miss anything? Um, um, I don't think so. Because, yeah, they just even end the the final thing. is just, all right, see you next time. Because yeah, exactly. it's not them <laughs> it's very wrapping up or doing anything. So, yeah, I feel like we got all the hits. But, yeah, not as much fun pre-lockdown. Yeah. Not super goofy. That's Yeah, that uh, was part of it is that the pre-lockdown wasn't entertaining at all. Yeah, it was just like Too the serious. worried lady and then yeah. the guy yeah it was just not exciting or yeah. fun it was just okay um but then lockdown yeah you know decent and again at the very end solid uh evidence but yeah i think you hit uh hit all the beats so yeah the beats of the the narrative that they're trying to create here but um but uh, i'll be very interested i don't think they ever will because i think that ghost adventures is like the amazon of ghost shows now so like i don't you know i don't know what'll happen if it'll i'm sure it'll continue for a very long time i can't imagine any of the four guy, the other three guys will ever leave but i would be interested <laughs> if someday they did right. one of them did um you know i don't hope there's you know negative there's yeah. bad blood or anything between them but uh but um it's like i want something to give in this you know like like you know what i mean it's like i want something <laughs> to change now very stoked because uh i've been sarah and i have been wanting this for a while and we've talked about it briefly but um we talked about like a last last year or so there was um, a few paranormal specials with jack osborne where he brought his sister kelly osborne to the locations and kelly osborne seems like a full-blown fucking psychic medium like all this fucking shit was happening and she's not an investigator. She was fucking screaming and running. every. Which to me, I'm like, that's what someone who's not used to this would do is fucking go, I'm fucking out of here. I got to mm -hmm. go outside. This is too scary. And she would do all that. But they were really entertaining episodes and had good evidence. And so he has a new show that came up as the auto suggest after 
the this this episode yeah, kept showing his face or him like sitting Amer- down yeah, like american and hauntings or something like that and so each one is like him bringing a different one of his family members onto a location so oh, okay um, and i like him like his his uh he he has the most down to earth he feels like how you and i would go into a location mm-hmm. he has real reactions to things he's open to kind of everything yes they still do kind of the little history of the um, history of the location. He doesn't go in blind or anything, but, um, but he just tends to like they did portals to hell dared to have episodes where they're just that much didn't happen. And that was part of the point. They're like, you know, I don't think there's anything intelligent here. It seems like just a lot of random, maybe some kind of stone tape theory, you know, uh, repet- repetitive haunting stuff. So nothing mm-hmm. too crazy, but it was cool to do it. And I'm like, thank you. Like it just, that's all right. you want is to just be <laughs> open-minded and, uh, you know, allow your skepticism to be there, but allow your open mind to equally be there too. So, right. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, that's, uh, that's ghost adventures, devil Island, which it sounds very, it's, I mean, it should be devils, but it's because it's, you know, actually angel Island. There's no devil right, right. In San Francisco Bay. Um, but, um, again, it's easy to recommend this stuff. It's easy to recommend 27 seasons of Ghost Avengers plus the specials because if you already have Max, you have yeah, all of their content. So, yeah. you might as well. But um uh not the most amazing episode, but and honestly, like Steve was saying, uh you know, I mean you didn't say this, but skip to the last 15 minutes and just watch it and then you'll right. probably be stoked on the evidence. The rest of the episode's pretty boring. But um but yeah, um other than that, Gotta go, gotta go get some candy. We don't have the fucking candy. We gotta go over to Fart and Smile and get those <laughs> chocolate bars, and sour patch. Oh yeah. But uh, but yeah, we hope everyone has a um a safe and happy Halloween tonight. See, Maybe you can be trick or treating with your kids while um Listening. carrying a Bluetooth speaker that straps to your belt or something, right? Or just your loud phone speakers and just playing this episode as you trick or treat with exactly. them. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Let us know if you do that. Um, there's my dog hitting shit with her cone. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks for your support as always. We love all of you because we're bye. Bye. bye.